Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Three Brink Minimum Podcast episode, I'm not sure, episode they won again. And like all the other games, was never in doubt. So when we're going to do here is just kind of recap like we always do, man. Um, yeah, there are, there's plenty of, I mean, there's, we can go a lot of different directions. I'm sure we're going to touch on plenty of stuff here. It's crazy that they have been able to have this kind of success, even without Forrest Lamp, who is uh, one of the questions Let's not forget that Forrest Lamp has to be dead. I don't know what's going on with that dude, man. Just from watching it today, it actually didn't seem like the guards were that bad. Like, it didn't seem like they were the ones who were getting beat. Honestly, it was more Tevi and then um, Okung mixed in there a little bit. But to be able to uh, to be able to have that kind of success on offense, they came out of the gates – their first two offensive drives, they're averaging 13 points – or sorry, 13 yards per play, man. That's just ridiculous. Um, Melvin Gordon looked fast. They were just – Keenan was getting whatever he wanted to over the middle. It was really good stuff. Um, yes, and at the, the best part about the first touchdown after Rivers uh, – like Rivers threw a crazy dime, like back shoulder fade. I think it was Tyrell who caught it. And then Sturgis – Sturgis was amazing, man. Like how, how is this guy continually getting these chances? And for whatever reason, let's just say that if he's not, if he's on the roster tomorrow morning, there are going to, I imagine there's going to be a lot of questions. Like you can only defend him so much. Just wash your hands. You were wrong. Who cares? Nothing hurt. No games cost yet. So before he actually costs you a game, get out of here. So, yeah, he's got to go. The Keenan bomb was nuts, man. It was uh, third and 15, and he runs like a little double move, and he just ate the corner up, and the safety was nowhere to be found. 
what I liked a lot about this game was, so Seattle's pass defense is actually really, really good. And you would not be able to tell that at all by watching this game. Um, they had what Rivers went, he went for 228, but I, I feel like he could have got a lot more um, just in the game. So I thought the Chargers pretty much did what they wanted to until Wiz just kind of got a little conservative there. But the only reason they brought him back was for touchbacks, and he hasn't even been getting those. Yeah, he really hasn't. Not Sturgeon, or it's not Jones' fault, that's for sure. But I mean, we don't just have to. We don't just have to keep it there. There was plenty of plenty of good to take away from the game. It wasn't good, however, to come off a bye week and give up an opening touchdown. From there, I was thinking, damn, this is about to be like a real high scoring game. But the defense kind of locked it in, man. There, they uh. They just started tackling better, honestly. The Seahawks don't have really too many weapons. I thought that they would try to use Doug Baldwin a lot more than they did. They didn't. So um, for whatever reason, their their plan of attack was to run the ball and keep the keep the ball out of the Chargers' hands, which is usually is probably one of the ways that you are going to have to beat the Chargers. Let me see what the time of possession was. Uh, time of possession – so it was 35-24 in the Seahawks' favor. So, like, that is working, but when you do that, can't throw a pick six, and you're going to have to score, and, and they didn't do that. So big big game from Dez. Is Mike Davis really an upgrade over Trevor Williams? I don't think so. Um, they're both – on this year they both haven't been good. Mike Davis is a supreme tackler. Like, he's really – you can tell just, like, how he breaks down, and he's not going to – give up a big play in that regard, like as far as yards after the catch. But what does that matter if you can't, you know, prevent them from getting a catch? They're probably going to have to address that position in the offseason. I'm sure it's going to be a pretty big priority. I'm not sure who uh, who's available, but they, I, I imagine that one of these teams that are able to open it up are going to probably target whoever, whoever that is on the other side of Casey Hayward. But it's not like, Hayward's been crushing it either. But again, man, it's if they can just get these timely turnovers and timely sacks like they got today, they're going to be so good. Like they have a chance to be really, really good. I thought they did a they did a good job in that two minute drill right before the half. They were able to get a get a touchdown, so that was good. And Kyle, what's up with the Chargers' offense being shut shut down two weeks in a row in the second half? Yeah, I think uh, I think they just lost their aggression. How many? it didn't feel like they were really throwing the ball down the field in the second half. They weren't attacking like they were in the first half. It seemed like they were really just trying to get out of there and escape with a win. Oh my goodness. Somebody said Lynn is still defending Sturgis in the press conference. Maybe they're related. Who knows? There's no way to, uh, there's honestly no way to defend how he's played. And it, and it could just be, you know, just take it at face value and he'll, he'll be out of there pretty soon. One thing, man, just today was another another day about Rivers just doing work in the pocket. He was, like, really, really good. There's one play where I thought he probably – he had Gordon and he let him, and Gordon dropped it. I don't know if it was second or third down, but it was, it was second and long, and Rivers avoided a couple rushers, and then he climbed the pocket and, like, made a play to Gordon, and he dropped it. And there was another one where the Mike Williams catch down the um, deep, deep pass where – it looked like, you know, that he had position and he, he had both hands on. He just couldn't come down with it. Those are uh, those are probably the, 
the catches that you want Mike Williams to make, man, if he's going to be uh, like that's your first round receiver, that's that's the the catches that you want to make. There there was another play that that was kind of weird. It was a they ran like a reverse to Keenan Allen, and then they had him like they would have had it. He could have pitched it to. He could have pitched it to Melvin Gordon. That was interesting, man. I've, I, they haven't busted that out this year. So uh, we'll see what other wrinkles they uncover. It didn't work, but whatever. It's good. To, it's just good to see that, you know, they're always – there's more to the playbook. Like, they can do a lot more. Thoughts on 94 today? I thought Corey Legia balled out, man. He, uh, he gave Fluker a run. Like, he basically – put Fluker on his back a couple of times and he blew up a couple of runs in the backfield because of it. I thought his, I thought just basically his energy levels, he, he was active today and they really needed that inside. He finished the game with three tackles for loss, which any, he, he also had a quarterback hit. So yeah, man, if uh, the Seahawks line is not very good and we are all aware of that, but you actually, you, you still have to go out and do it and you still have to go out and perform. So it's good to see. Uh, it's good to see Legit get that kind of production. I'm trying to think who else had a good game on the line there. Uh, they finished with four sacks, which is good. I know a couple of those. I think I want to say three of those were a direct result from Russell Wilson holding the ball. Like a die beat the running back, and that was a sack. But from what I remember, I don't think the other three sacks were because of like the, a good pass rush. It honestly seemed just like. Russell Wilson was holding the ball and just running into sacks. So a good on them in that regard. Who is pushing the Keenan run plays? I don't know, man, but honestly, he uh, he's been like really successful on his runs this year. I, I was looking at like one of the some stats the other day where like he was like high on football outside of a little DVO DVO DVOA thing. Um I don't know. I don't, I don't know who's pushing them, but they can keep coming on, man. wasn't Wasn't it the very first the very first play of the game where Keenan had it? Uh, Keenan had the run, so he had two carries for fourteen yards. Okay, so he, it was a twenty eight yard run. Yeah, I think that was early on in the game. I love seeing that, man. I love getting your best players a ball. Keep keep that up, man. It's frustrating that the Chargers' offense is so inefficient on third down. So I yeah, I don't think that they were over the course of the season. I, I don't think they've been good. Today they were two for nine. I think what makes it most frustrating is because how easy it is to see them move the ball. Like they can move the ball at any time, whenever they want to. Phillip does a really good job of getting them in the right play. But yeah, man, they they uh they get to these third and third and sevens and they either get too cute try to do too much or they just can't, they just don't have the time to like somebody like Tevi will get beat and the play blows up. So no, that's a good point because of Matt. So we know like how well, like if you just take the first two drives and see how easy that was for them, like that's, that's the kind of offense that they can be. They really can be that explosive, do what they want against a really good defense, but Third downs, they, they for whatever reason they tend to shoot themselves in the foot. So, um, yeah, man, they uh, they're gonna have to get consistent, but they can get there. It's uh, it's gonna be over the next couple of games. I think, I think that they'll be able to do so because they have a super favorable schedule. So they should be able to keep this uh, keep this one shoot rolling. 
it's frustrating. Uh, oh, so did Nuosu play? He did play. I don't know how many snaps he got. I don't think that he made any impact. I remember him chasing down Russell Wilson on one play after he scrambled, but from what I remember, I don't think Nuosu played. And honestly, since that, um, oh, Nuosu was credited for a QB hit. Since uh since that first sack he had like in the first play, he honestly he he does look out of his depth. There's not he has great energy, but but what I don't know he doesn't have like a counter. He doesn't have something that he's like he wants to do. He doesn't have a plan when he's rushing the passer and can't do that at this level, man. So that's why he hasn't been playing. I, and I know we were all claiming or claiming for him to get more snaps, but I can see why he doesn't if you just kind of watch him closely. Uh, nice seeing Phylon come back out after being carted off. He's been solid this year. Yeah, that would have been a big blow. Uh, whenever they bring the card out, usually, uh, usually, like, damn, like, he's probably going to be out for a while, if not the whole season. But he came back out, and he gives them just more depth. That's what they need. Him and Legit are, are solid up front, man. And if you can have solid with a guy like Ingram on the outside, that's really all you need. And, yeah, if, if Bosa does come back, the D, the defense will be really, really good. So, who do you want the Chargers to pick in the first round? I have no idea. Um, I I do. I have watched more college football this year, more than I, I usually do. But, I mean, I, there's no way for me to know that right now. I would say, like, my initial reaction is to take a corner, but they just loaded up on defense. And it seems like, just judging by what Tom Telesco does, they go offense, defense, offense, defense. So it'll probably be offense this year. And it better be a first-round kicker. No argument here, man. Th- this is <laughs> obviously no, but they have – for what they're doing with Sturgis, they're just asking for – you're just playing with fire. Like, come on, man. Uh, what else do we got here? So, oh, yeah, so I, I was pretty impressed by the Chargers to get some points on the out of the two-minute drill, knowing that they were going to get the ball back. And even though they didn't score – their defense held them, so that was good to see. Um, the Dez pick six was huge. That was just a really good play by him. It was just a, like a regular cover three, and Russell Wilson just didn't see him like he thought he was going to go. Um, they thought that he was going to run up the field, and he just broke off and pick six. Man, that was good. Uh, once again, it felt like Eckler was underutilized. It, it honestly didn't seem like this was a game for Eckler. Um I know that's weird to say, but if just the way that Melvin Gordon was running the ball, I wouldn't have taken out of his hands either. I do wish that they could have got both involved more in the passing game. Both just had one catch. Uh, Gordon actually had four targets. Eckler had two. So I do want them to, and I imagine if they would have got more targets, you know, they would have had some success. But, yeah, they uh, both those guys are really good or with the ball in their hands, so why not continue that in the passing game? Time to replace – Denzel, I don't, I don't really, uh, honestly, don't really remember how he was today. I know that it seemed like Jatavis was in on a lot of plays, whether it's for the good or the bad. Uh, box score says, yeah. So Jatavis had eleven tackles. Denzel Perriman had four. So I mean, that kind of tells you there, man. It is, uh, it's kind of frustrating watching Perriman in pass coverage because if there's an, if there's somebody like four yards off the line of scrimmage that's underneath it is so obvious that that's the guy he should be guarding. And he always gives him like so much space. And I don't know if he just is scared to get beat over the top or what, but he does that a lot. And I don't like it at all. 
What uh, what else did you guys see today, man? It was pretty. Uh, it's weird to say that after the Seahawks scored in the fourth quarter, even with them driving to tie the game, I didn't feel like that they were going to score on the last play, and I didn't feel like they would have got the conversion. It just never felt like they were going to win the game or like they were in control. And I don't know there. And that's easy to say after the fact there, but you could like, if you guys saw me watching the game, I really didn't get that feeling. Gordon finished with seven yards of carry. That was really good. 16 carries, 113 yards. Keenan went over hundred yards, 10 carry or sorry, 10 targets, six catches. Jesus had a bunch of tackles. Derwin had a bunch of tackles. Four sacks is good. Limited, um, limited, what did Russell Wilson do? 26, 39, 235. And I would love to know how much that was at the, uh, like, you know, those last couple drives where the game, the game wasn't out of reach, obviously, but it just seemed like a lot of that came at the end there. I, I honestly felt like the defense played as well as they have all year outside of that first drive, just from a tackling standpoint too. It just seemed like they played fast. So uh, that was good. Uh, let me see here. I have no idea if they're going to add those guys. I don't know how you would – how you could watch Rivers and, and you know, think that, oh, they might go get a quarterback. Seems like the Chargers need more dynamic than Denzel. Yeah, that's true. They uh, they just need to be faster. Yeah, Mubane's good. Mubane's been good all year, man. He, he uh, There's nothing really like, – for his role, for what they asked him to do and for what he can do, he's been very good in that regard. It's just – too bad that you know stopping the run is just not that important the Seahawks ran for 154 yards today and that includes like the last scrambles that Russell Wilson had but they run for 154 yards today and it didn't feel like they were they they were doing anything on offense I don't know so just we it's stopping the run is just incredibly overrated our third and fourth ones are really bad compared to the rest of the D stats. Uh, our third and fourth, I'm guessing that means conversions. Uh, what do I think of the Derwin? Yeah, so Derwin had a uh, Derwin came off of one receiver and he ended up like he put his helmet to the guy's chest and he got called for an unsportsmanlike like live. I didn't think so. I didn't think that was a, a penalty at all. Obviously, on the replay when it's going frame by frame, super slow mo. You can call it a penalty, but I don't. I don't think that was. I feel like it's got to let him play, man. It's uh, it's football, and it wasn't malicious at all. Like he wasn't trying to hurt him. He just got his. He hit him like that's what you want. You want to hit him in that midsection there, and that's what he did. That's what your coach should do. Concerned about King as a punt returner was Dixon just a beast? It seemed like it seemed like King was more unsure today than what he ever was. I thought that he was going to have a big return on one of them. If you guys remember, he was running and then he just stopped and kind of let the dude tackle him on a punt. And obviously the first one we returned to like to the six yard line. He, uh, I mean, you just can't do that. Just, just take it down. Just take a knee, whatever. So what do you think about that sack by a die? <laughs> the sack. <laughs> so like, it was actually a good play. He beat, I think he like shook the running back or did something, but the dance should have like got a flag, should have kicked him out of the stadium. It was one of the worst dances I've ever seen. I never want to see him do the robot or anything ever again. I was I was watching it just like, oh man, it was like cringeworthy. Like, get this dude out of here, man. But it's uh it's cool to see him make a play. 
It's cool to see him around the scrimmage and active, so that's good. I love how they trapped me Bane with an old snap on the first drive and barely bit again. Yeah, um, they Russell Wilson's hard count is actually really, really good. So he got I think he got Ingram. Yeah, he got Ingram on a long play too. And when whenever Ingram gets off sides, if you watch it, watch the play where he jumped, he just like like this dude will just stay there. He he doesn't even finish he doesn't finish the play. He'll just stand there. And that's like the worst thing you can do. Funny on that same play, uh Derwin was like camped under it, ready to catch the INT, and Phillips tips it away. So love when that happens. Since Legion came back, Charger 4 0. Coincidence? I think not. Give him a five year, $50 million extension. Now we're cooking. What I'm going to try to do now that you said that, I'm gonna, I don't know what I can do or like how I can fudge the numbers. I need to find some stat, any stat that. Legit is leading in so I can make it seem like the Chargers have to pay him and that he's going to be the best uh, the best D-tackle in the league. And I can guarantee you at least 10 people will respond like, you idiot, blah, blah, blah. But it works every time. Uh, Legit's been good, man. He uh, In his role, the same thing like me, and what they're asking him for, to do. He brings energy and he's making, a, he's making plays. Yeah, Kyle Emanuel's can constantly missing tackles. I don't know what's going on with him. Well, I know what's going on with him. He's just like athletically limited and they ask him to play in space. So with Rayshon Jenkins out, Kyle Emanuel was playing more underneath coverage. It's, I don't know what fixation they have with Kyle Emanuel and him playing out in space, but yeah, he missed a couple ones today and it was ugly. Like he just didn't have a shot. And it's so obvious that he's not going to have a shot. But they keep doing it. They keep tossing him out there, man. Maybe, uh, maybe it's just to keep it, keep things close. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show. It seems smart. It seems smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or I don't know. Maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. Uh, That's what we'll call it. What are you guys guys eating tonight? I am eating Giordano's. I don't know how you guys feel about deep dish pizza. Hate it. Did not go to Giordano's to get deep dish pizza. I got a sub, got some dessert, and as soon as we get done here, going to go to work on that. So who do they got? They got oh, they have the Raiders next week. So essentially, they have another bye week. So new rule: when you go on a five-game win streak, you actually are afforded two buys in a row. So. That's really cool. Uh, I really like the fact that uh, Roger Goodell did that for the Chargers. So what? Six and two now. They are. They got Raiders, Broncos, Cardinals. Uh, Broncos are going to be the toughest out of that, just because. Uh, I don't. Something. Something's always weird about just playing them. Um, they, they have a solid defense, and they, they do still, even with trading to Mary's Thomas, they still do have weapons. So that that won't be an easy one. I do think they're going to win all three games, but 
I think that'll be the toughest one of the three. Deep dish is the best. No, it is not. And I will not take any arguments for that. I don't know, man. Deep dish is like so. So this like Chicago style deep dish, it just gets so sloppy and one one bite and your pizza's like already a mess. Like it's already it's already over. Panda Express, uh, solid, but I like even more like simpler. Like I don't know if you guys have ever had Waba Grill. Uh, just like teriyaki, chicken, rice. Throw some veggies in there if you want. If you're a fatty like me, you get extra chicken. I'm eating Lamburger Helper, not a talk, not a typo. See that like made me have a typo out loud. Um, I've I've honestly never heard that. Obviously, I'm guessing it is just how it sounds. It also sounds very good. Lamb is also very good. Three wins. Then the Steelers, whoa, somebody came in with a haymaker. Uh, talk about a freaking humble brag. I smoked some brisket tonight. That's going to be really good. I had a – there's this barbecue joint right by my work, and I had a, a little brisket slider for lunch the other day, man. Brisket, you can never go wrong with it. It's it's undefeated. Um, Three wins in the Steelers. Yeah, so – Let's talk about this. When are the Chargers going to lose a game? Obviously, they're the best team in the NFL. It's pretty clear that that, unlike the other team in L.A., they won today. And unlike the other team in L.A., they actually don't – they won without their best defensive players. So they don't need their defensive players to win a game. Um, The Steelers, I don't know. I think that I actually don't think Big Ben's Big Ben has been very good this year, but obviously AB will bail them out, and they're going to score a bunch of points. But the Chargers, man, they can score. Um, they can score with anybody too. One somebody told me this today that if the Steelers won today, that Week 13, because that Week 13 Sunday Night Football game is uh, who is it? It's Seahawks and 49ers, so that's obviously going to get flexed. So there's a chance that it'll be Charger. It's Chargers, Steelers, it's Vikings, Patriots, and there's two lesser games, but it'll be between those two to get flexed. And I think, uh, I mean, Patriots are on TV all every week, man. So they uh, they got a chance to be flexed. So they they go from like no no primetime games to Steelers, Ravens, Chiefs, all in December. That'd be cool, man. Uh, Get a little notoriety, get a little public love, media love. The Broncos edge rushers against the charge tackles will always keep them in the game. Yeah, that's true, man. They, uh, Von Miller's Von Miller, and I imagine Chubb will. If I was the Broncos, I'd just line Von Miller up every time against uh, Tevi. He's going to win that a lot. Deep dish, deep dish is pizza cake. Uh, I don't know, man. I we we could honestly talk about this, and maybe we'll, like we should have done this last week and just had like a giant food podcast because I can talk about food all day. Love food. Um, I my sub is actually not chick parm; it's chick parm sub Alfredo because Alfredo greater sign Parmesan. Not close. Thank you for playing. Jatavis watch. Uh, Jatavis is active. He's good. He's. I mean, you missed some tackles, but he's flying around. I think the thing with the defense is 
all these guys are flying around. So if one guy does miss a tackle, there's somebody like right there to scoop him up or clean him up to take him down. So there, that happened a couple times today with Emmanuel, where Emmanuel's just like lunging. And like Derwin was there to pick him up or the, another linebacker was there. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, Jacobs is fine. So no, no complaints there. Who will start first? Ooh, this is a good one. Who will start first? Forrest Lamp or Joey Bosa? I think the answer is Joey Bosa. I don't think that – ooh, man, I don't know if I want to say this, but I, I don't think that we see uh, Forrest Lamp. I'm not – I'm, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb, and that will be my hot take, that we don't see Forrest Lamp this year. So you see the article that Henry might come back? Well, okay, yeah, they – man, they change that up every – they change that up every week, I swear. The headline is – Hunter Henry is ahead of schedule next week. Um, Chargers not optimistic that Hunter Henry will make a return this week or today on Sunday countdown is what I guess it was, is that Schefter said, uh, what do you say? Oh yeah. That they're optimistic that he's going to make a return and be activated from IR next month, which obviously would be great because that ball that he throw that Virgil green had, like he had it here. And like the linebacker was, he had his hands on it. it. Would have been a really tough catch, but I think Hunter Henry makes those catches. He also, I think, it'll also helped them on third down. So that kind of ties back into one of the earlier questions. Have you heard anything about Lamp or Bosa? No. Um, just uh, the thing about Bosa was that I'm, he he's going to play. So from what I've heard, Bosa is going to play this year. We don't have to worry about like him getting surgery. It's a matter of when he will play. That I am not too sure of, but. Ideally, he comes back for one of these, like, I'll, I'll say lesser games so that he can kind of build up his stamina. So for, like, when the Bengals, Steelers, Ravens, Chiefs, those are going to be tough, man, so that they can get him back for those games. But they, they need him. And there were plenty of times today where they could have used him, just like every other game. But these next three games, they can probably get by without him. But December, that's the time when you – uh you need good old number 99 out there. So next year's by week, the KP food show. 100% down. We can do breakfast, lunch, dinner, talk about all the different kinds of sandwiches we eat, uh, what kind of breakfast. If you guys think that pancakes are an actual main meal, please do not click because we will not be talking about a side dish, which is what pancakes are. Okay. I think that, man, what else is there to talk about? The charge one, the charge one. It's so weird to say that it was a convincing game when the the Seahawks were on the one yard line, but I, like at the bottom of my heart, I do not believe that the Chargers were. It was ever in doubt. Six and two have a bye week next week, which is great. Then they come back, and I don't know if it's the Cardinals or the Broncos. It's one of the two, but have a chance to uh, have a chance to reel off three more before. You know, the, uh, the quote-unquote playoff schedule hits before the actual playoffs. But I think uh, it's looking more and more like this team can – it's looking more that this team can make the playoffs and actually do some damage. So we will see. Got to take care of the bad team still. And somebody this morning, like, before the game, they're asking me, will the Chargers be able to keep it close just because they haven't played anybody? So you can only play who's on your schedule. And 
I, so now in hindsight, that loss to the Chiefs, people think like, oh, it wasn't, you know, like they didn't have a shot. But anybody who watched the game, like you realize the Chargers should have won that game. If they had stick them, they would have won that game. I don't think the Rams game was very close, but they just weren't prepared. And I think another meeting against the Rams will be a lot different. I don't think that I'm not saying that they'll win, but I don't think it'll be um, that big of a quote unquote mismatch blowout. So I don't know, man. I think, I think we are starting to see a good team and what we've seen consistently as of late is the chargers be able to get out ahead. So that is a sign that they are prepared and as long as Sturgis is not on the roster by the time we talk again, I think all will be well. So big win by the Chargers, man. Thanks for tuning in. We will be back Monday or sorry, this time next week after yet another victory. Go team. My name is Spencer Hall. My name is Jason Kirk. My name is Ryan Nanny. And when we combine, we form the, the Shutdown, Shutdown Fullcast. I keep telling you, we're not Voltron. The Shutdown Fullcast is technically a college football podcast, but it's also a show about lawn care disasters, regional grocery stores we love, Tennessee Batman, homeowners associations, Bears and video games. I mean, there's also some actual football discussion, like about coaches having huge contracts or coaches making terrible decisions or coaches saying really stupid things. Or the NCAA saying really stupid things. Yeah, there's lots of stupid things in this big, dumb, beautiful sport. Sometimes we talk about football games. Allegedly. If you want to take college football exactly as seriously as it deserves to be taken, come find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts like this one. The Shutdown Podcast. It's not Voltron.